Hi everyone, Happy New Year. And uh, my name is Ed, if we've uh, not met before. How do you feel about starting a brand new year? Now, so if, if you're really, really excited, what I'd like you to do is give me like a high five and go, yes! All right, one, two, three. So we're not very excited about it. Should we give it one more go? Okay, are you excited about the new year? One, two, three. Yes! yes! Brilliant, fantastic. Now, to be honest, you know, we might not all feel a bit like that, might we? Because actually, for many of us, we've had a, a really difficult couple of years. And we might feel to ourselves, oh, will this one be any different? Will it be any different from the last couple of years, which has been a bit tricky? Now, I absolutely love the start of every new year. And that's because it feels a bit like a fresh start. And, you know, actually, that's a bit silly, isn't it? Because every day is a fresh start. Every day can be a fresh start. But... But New Year is where we often kind of, we look ahead to things. And we, we kind of look ahead to things that we're, we're planning or we're really hoping for something. And, and maybe we, it's a time when we think about the things that are most important to us. What is it that we are going to spend our time on as we look ahead to the New Year? And this morning, as we start our brand new series at the start of this New Year, we're going to be thinking about the most important thing that we can do this year year the most important thing we can do this year and, and whatever age or stage we're at whether we call ourselves a Christian or, or not um, actually what we've got today is an invitation from Jesus uh, to, to do something which I think should be like our, the most important thing that we do this year so so let's read um and it's from the Gospel of Matthew. This whole series we're doing is from Matthew, a book in the Bible. And we're going to start at verse 18. So if you've got a Bible with you, you can follow on or you can have a little look on the screen. Um, As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers. Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Now, this is the bit we're familiar with. So remember our memory verse. So here we go. Let's say it all together. Come, follow me, Jesus said. And I will send you out to fish for people. And at once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much that you want to speak to us. And I pray now, we want to listen to what you have to say to us. Uh, I pray, Lord, we would hear your voice this morning. Amen. Amen. Now, reading this story uh, on its own, might, it just might seem a little bit strange to you. It, it sounds like we've got these fishermen who are, who are just getting on with their everyday lives. They're doing their work. They've got their fishing rods and their nets. And, and they're, they're, they're there. there's some man they've never met just comes up and he, he speaks with them. And they, they kind of leave behind their jobs. They leave behind their nets. They leave behind their boats. And, and they just kind of go and follow this complete stranger. Now, we've already heard this morning, you know, you don't run with sticks. You don't follow complete strangers, do you? Um, but actually, when we read this story alongside reading the rest of the Bible, actually, we know it's not like that at all. We realize that these fishermen, they knew exactly who Jesus was. Um, you know, they, they really realized, in fact, that they'd actually met him before. Uh, Andrew, who we read about in this, these verses, he was a, a disciple of John the Baptist. John the Baptist, we read about him a lot in the Bible. Same middle name as Winnie the Pooh. 
Amazing guy. Um, we, we read in John chapter 1 uh, that, that one day, as, as John the Baptist, he was with his disciples, and Andrew was there, and, and, um, and, and Jesus passes by, and John points at Jesus and says, look, the Lamb of God. And in response, Andrew, who we read about here, he just kind of gets up and, and starts walking, following after Jesus. And we then read that he, he goes and finds his brother, Simon Peter, and he says, look, we found the Messiah, and he brings him to meet Jesus too. So they knew of Jesus. When, when he, Jesus comes up, uh, when they're by the lake, they knew of Jesus. They, they believed him, and they, they, they realized there was something really special about him. And so, so when Jesus came uh, by the lake, and he said, come follow me, and I will send you out to fish for people, it wasn't completely out of the blue. You know, they, they knew who he was, but still, their response was was completely amazing. I think it's amazing. It said, at once they left their nets and followed him. And, and when Jesus gave that same invitation to two other fishermen, we read there, it says, immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. There doesn't seem to be any kind of like, oh, I'm, you know, any hesitation, any pause at all. They just seem to do it straight away. You know, they could have left at, oh, yeah, Jesus, you know, he's cool. Yeah, I've heard about him. You know, we'll keep an eye on his Instagram feed. You know, we'll, we'll see what he gets up to. Um, you know, it wasn't that. It was, no, they, they, they just kind of said, oh, I'm going to go. When Jesus said, come, follow me, they, they left behind all that was really important to them. You know, their way of life, their, their jobs, all their stuff, they left there. And even for James and John, they left their dad. They, they kind of went and followed Jesus. And Jesus had given this, them this new purpose, this new kind of mission, this new job to do in life. And it's like these, these fishermen were saying, the number one most important thing in my life is to follow Jesus. The number one most important thing is to do the job that Jesus has given me to do. And everything else in life is less important than that. They were, they were all in. They were the kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm fully in following Jesus. You see, there's a difference between being a believer and being a follower. There's a difference between being a believer and being a follower. We can think Jesus is fantastic. We can believe that he lived and that he died and that he rose again. We, we can be sure that he's with us. We can be sure even that he's forgiven us. But Jesus invites all of us not just to believe but to follow. I'll say that again. Jesus invites us not just to believe but to to follow. And we call that discipleship. Big word. It's about learning from Jesus. It's about listening to him. It's about living our lives with the same kind of like priorities as Jesus, the same kind of things that, that we think are important as Jesus does. And it's about obeying what he says. It's about taking part in his really exciting plan. Now, here's a, a question for you. When it comes to Jesus, are you a believer or are you a follower? Are you just a believer? Or are you a follower? The, the fishermen, they, they saw following Jesus as the most important thing they could do with their lives. But what, what about us? What does it look like 
to make following Jesus the most important thing in our lives? Well, I think it looks like two things. I think, oh, no, we don't want that one. I think that it looks like giving our attention to Jesus. Now, following Jesus involves our time, it involves our energy, it involves even our money. It involves our skills, you know, the things we're really good at. That's what it's like following Jesus. But I think most importantly what it involves in this world today is our attention, is our attention. You know, for, for me, uh, what is most likely to try and take most of my attention most of the time? It's probably my phone. Probably my phone. I don't know whether that's true for you too. But actually, that, that screamed to my attention quite, quite a lot. Now, uh, for just over two years now, I, I have been really trying very, very hard to, to, to let my phone have less of my attention and to let Jesus have more of my attention. Um, so, you know, at night, I sleep upstairs, my phone sleeps downstairs. And what I do first thing in the morning is I, I, I get up and instead of going to get my phone, I go and get my, my Bible, my paper Bible that's not electronic one. It actually has pages and like, print on it. And, and I sit down with my Bible and a pen and I, I read my Bible each morning before I pick up my phone. And I, I write down the things that Jesus is teaching me. You know, for me, it's just one way where I say, Following Jesus is the most important thing in my life and it deserves my attention. How can you give Jesus your attention this year? You know, at the start of, of this year, one of the ways we can do that is through a habit of reading our Bibles every day. Now, you might do that already. It's a great thing to do. There are lots of really, really helpful resources out there to do this. You know, if you're, you're part of a family, there's a new Lectios 365 for Families app, which is really, really good. It's a chance to sit down with families to, to read the Bible together. You know, I use this um, amazing resource, the Bible in One Year. Um, it's really good. And, um, you know, I've started using it again this year. There are three different versions, and it's available on an email or a podcast or an app or a website. Even you can get like a paper Bible version of it as well. And, you know, for me, it's the most important part of my day. It happens right at the start of the day, a chance for, for, for God to, to speak to me as I follow Jesus. But don't take my word for it. We're going to let Heidi uh, talk about her experience of, uh, of reading the Bible in one year. So uh, sign up for Bible in one year. I would heartily recommend it it's um i've been trying to do this you know a, a, a daily reading every day for years and years and um never getting very far with it and then last christmas i think ed advertised it at church and i thought i can give that a go i'm going to um i'm going to try and do the express version uh so it's 10 to 12 minutes a little bit of new testament a little bit of old testament um prayer uh, Pippa adds his wife, uh, Nikki Gumbel's wife, Pippa adds a little bit at the end and it's really fantastic and I just, I think anyone can find 10 or 12 minutes in their day and uh, I, I've just really benefited from it. It's been something that I've actually looked forward to doing and um, yeah, I've learned a lot as well. I thoroughly recommend it. Thanks, Heidi. I love the setting. I love the cushion as well. That's, uh, I don't know what that was. Um, Deborah mentioned earlier on Prayer Week. Actually, um, taking part in Prayer Week is a great way of giving Jesus our attention. Um, you know, so as we think about kind of new habits of giving Jesus more of our attention, we, we can say to Jesus during Prayer Week, teach us to pray. Help me to give some time to you this week to pray. So that's what we can do. We can give Jesus our attention. Uh, but, but also, uh, 
How else can we uh, make following Jesus the most important thing? We can join in, as he says in this verse, with fishing for people. Isn't that a bit of a strange thing to say, fishing for people? It's a bit odd, isn't it? It sounds like someone's got a hook in their mouth. It doesn't sound too nice. But, you know, in our passage, Jesus comes up to these four fishermen and, and they say, like, here's your everyday life. Here's your job. Here's what you're doing. And, and I'm going to transform it into something even more important. You know, you are going to fish for people. You're going to help other people find God. You're going to help other people find the love and the forgiveness and friendship that he offers them. Now, Jesus is not here in 2022 walking on the earth so that we can kind of get up out of our seats and walk out the door and follow him down the street and, and we can like kind of go where he's going and eat the food he's eating at Cafe on the Square, obviously. Um, we can you know, kind of sleep where he's sleeping. That's, that's not the way that we follow Jesus now, but he is inviting us to follow him, to, to do the things that he does, to love the way that he loves, to care the way that he cares. And in our daily lives, in our work, in our learning at school, university, in our, in our friendships and in our families, uh, he wants to transform those into something really significant. And that can happen if we realize that Jesus wants to use us to help uh, them get to know Jesus, to help other people get to know him. Now, what in your life demonstrates that you are fishing for people? What do you do that means that you are fishing for people? Deborah mentioned the, the Alpha Course earlier on. The Alpha Course is a great way um, to fish for people. It's a great way to help people to get to know Jesus. And it might be that you, you are here and you would yourself like to get to know Jesus. We would love to be able to help you do that. Do ask myself or, or someone sitting near you. We'd love to introduce you to Jesus. But... But actually, the Alpha course is a great way to get to know Jesus. Who is it that you could invite to Alpha? How can you be uh, someone who fishes for people this year? And so, um, as, I, as I finish, what is your most important priority this year? What's the most important thing uh, that you can do? Jesus invites us to come follow me. Come follow me. Let's reflect afresh at the start of this new year. Are we just people who believe in Jesus? That look on and say, isn't that wonderful? Isn't he wonderful? Or are we people that decide to follow Jesus? Who decide to, uh, to do what he does? To care about what he cares about? To love who he loves? How can we do that? And over the, the next 10 weeks, we're going to be doing this series called The Way of Jesus from, from the early chapters of, of the Gospel of Matthew. And, and uh, each week, what we're going to do is we're going to look at kind of one of, the, one of the aspects of following Jesus. And there's going to be some questions that kind of come up online, on the website and on social media that really help us to sort of unpack this and take it further, to, to think further about it, whether that's in our family groups or in our small groups or, or just for personal reflection, to put that into practice. But I'm going to get you to stand with me now. And I'm going to pray for us as Tom and the team come um, and lead us in song. So let's stand. And um, we're, we're just very simply going to, uh, to ask God to help us. Where we, It might be this morning you say, yeah, I, I want to be a follower and not just a believer. I want to actually follow Jesus in my life and actually do something about it this year. Um, and so we're just going to ask God to help us uh, with that today. I thank you for that invitation to come follow you. 
that you will transform our lives into something really significant. And I want to thank you that that invitation is for everybody. It's for the very youngest here. It's for the oldest here. It's for those that feel really, really far off. It's those that feel really near. That at the start of this new year, you invite us to follow you. Help us to give you our attention. Help us, Lord, to love the people you love through being fishers of people, helping people to get to know you this year. Holy Spirit, would you help us? Give us the power that we need, the help that we need to do it. In Jesus' name. Amen.